It's all my fault. No, no. Well, yes. Well, yes. But what's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. Uh, this this week we're all remote, remoting in. Um, it wasn't, wasn't my fault. Your fault this week. It wasn't my uh, fault. No, this week we've got a, uh, a toddler who's got the sniffles. So I blame the, the youths. What are they doing to this country? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's probably ageist or something of me. So I apologize. But on you are the resident <laughs> old man of the this show. This is true. This is true. <laughs> old. Um, I have no idea how to. So on this side of me is uh, the luxurious Luke Zilke. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna keep trying it every week. Something new. I don't. I don't want a nickname. We're going to get one anyways. Keep trying. I'll deny all of them. I'll reject all of them. I don't want one. Uh, also, here's Mr. Tyler. Over. Mr. Tyler is over here. Mr. Tyler is a nice nickname. See, I can live with that. And, uh, you know, big chilling at his house. The beautiful Breadites. And it's this. It's a very empty room right now. I've zoomed in the, uh, the camera, so it's not as wide. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> But it still feels very lonely in here. All by, my, all by myself. Soundbite that, please. It's kind of like I've been doing it for almost three <laughs> yeah, weeks now. I was going to say, looks like you ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> you cry about it. You cry about it. Man, hey, this worked out in my favor. Because I was able to complete my battle pass on Apex. Oh, perfect. <laughs> on the last day of the season, maybe before we recorded. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna use that and uh go into what I've been doing so we can get this Please show on do. the road. But but I uh I maxed out my battle pass at one hundred. I didn't get to one ten, but I can live with that. Um ten eight starting tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um give me a second here, my notes have disappeared from my phone. Here we go. All right. So let's get going. Uh, I didn't get to do TV talk with you guys. That's um, right. This week. So I wanted to very quickly mention WandaVision. I thought it was an awesome episode. Uh, it's nice to finally get going. I know a lot of people are, are excited about the horror elements that are starting to be introduced. Um, but honestly, it makes me a little sad knowing that a good horror director has vacated the next project. Um especially if they're going to lean into that. But I think they'll be fine. Uh, but no, go check out TV Talk. Luke and Brett held it down. I have no concerns. Um, I'm excited right. for this uh, week's WandaVision. Another ho- iconic horror guy is taking over for him. So. Yes. This is yes. true. I think I think it's easy to forget that Sam Raimi has like his roots That's in horror. That's where he horror. started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he'll, 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 he'll do, do well. Yeah, he'll do fine. I just I just really like Scott Derrickson's I, I do too. <laughs> kind of touch personally. Um, I also finished Dragon Prince season three. Um, that show is a booyah in my mind. It's incredible. Um, and I can prove that it's a booyah because my wife, who does not enjoy that kind of stuff, watched the last like four episodes with me and loved it. So it works. Proven. It's a booyah. Um I started a new show. You know, you finish one, you got to start a new Absolutely. one, naturally. Um, 
And, you know, when I started it, I was like, man, I'm amazed we've not talked about this show on this podcast. And uh, I started Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Um, I've watched it. You've watched all of it? Not all of it, because it's not done. But Oh, well, yeah. All the, You've watched all the talent? <laughs> I think so. I can't remember. It's been like four years or something. Yeah. It's been a while since they've released a new season, I think. Um, but I started it last week, right before I had to work a million hours this past weekend. So um, I've only watched the first episode, but early impressions. I really like the tone of the show. I'm excited to see how it kind of unfolds. Um, I also, and Luke will, Luke and I will probably talk about this a little bit here. Uh, I played the medium um, that came to game pass on the 28th of January. And uh, I know Luke played it as well. So I don't know if we want to quickly just, yeah, what you guys want to just talk about the medium real quick for sure. Uh, The medium is a psychological horror slash thriller game. Uh, made by the team who made the Blair Witch video game. Um, it's it's pretty good. I really like it. Um, you know, I'm trying to... I haven't beat it yet, so I'm still trying to figure out where things are headed. Um, but as far as a story, like the story so far and the tone of the game, I'm really digging it. Uh, I don't typically play these kinds of games, but this one has me wanting to go back a lot. Like, I, I really want to get back onto it and play it. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing that game this week. That's awesome. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I also played it. I also beat it. Um, um, first real quick pro about this game for me is it's short. It's not super long. I think yeah. mm, Max is out probably at 20 hours. Uh, just depending on how long some of the puzzles how, and how smart how how smart or how, how uh, quickly can you figure I am out. figuring out puzzles yeah <laughs> how quickly and how long did it take to you? Google <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, the the puzzles aren't super difficult I felt like a lot of times it all of a sudden it's be like oh, are you serious I missed that right mm. there because um, a lot of the game is just kind of picking things up and you move forward. It's extremely linear. Um, it's kind of like watching a really long movie, um, but you get to control the main character, um, which is also another thing I loved about it. This is my favorite type of game. Linear. This is the one way you can go story video game. I love games like that. Um, I feel like you can do a lot of really cool character work and you can have better writing in your game. You do that. I guess why I like the last of us. Um, I, I loved the story and I loved the ending. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, The aesthetic of the game is it gives off these horror vibes, but the game isn't scary. It's really just creepy. Yeah. Um, I was, was going to ask about like an the, environment thing. Yeah, you know, it's it feels marketed very horry, but you're maybe you're saying it's not so much jump scare horror as much as it is just atmospheric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very atmospheric. Okay. I would agree with that. Like you'll you'll be 
kind of sneaking around these spots and maybe this voice will be kind of talking to you. It's kind of like, oh, I don't really like that voice talking to me. <laughs> did you play it um, with headphones? Yes. Yeah, I did too. I saw a little message probably. It's like, this game's better played with headphones. And I was like, putting them bad boys on. <laughs> and I, if somebody picks up this game, I would strongly recommend they do that because it will really help distinguish where enemies are. Yes. When they're around you. And another thing I liked about this game was there's no action. This isn't an action game. You right. don't have weapons. I was going to get into that, yeah. <laughs> um, you have one defense attack, but it's really only to get you through blocked areas. Oh. Um, yep. Okay. Envir- it's for an it's environmental like, usage, more or less. Yeah. Essentially, okay. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I thought that was that was really cool. You know, most video games are like, oh, well, here's the action shooting part of it, or here's your sword. Yeah, yeah here's um, your big set piece. It's not that. Yeah, and I I really appreciated that. Um, it took a video game in a really different direction. Um, the other kind of like the main part about the entire game is you are a medium, and part of you is in the real world but you can also go into the spirit world and there's parts of the game where you're in the real world and then you can transfer to the spirit world, but there's also times where you're in both. Yep. So you have to walk around a room and it's like, Oh, I can go through this door, but on this side it's blocked. So I can't get through. So in on the spirit world, you have to figure out how to unblock it while doing stuff in the real world. And it like, kind of messes things up and you have to work through both rooms like it's the same room but they're two diff- completely and, different places and it's so cool how you're moving you're moving around the same room in both frames like you're mm-hmm. there's moments where you cannot be in one frame but for the most part when those things pop up you're playing in both frames like and i was going to ask you luke the first couple times you come across that i found myself looking at the spirit world a lot um because it's the new one right like we've Mm -hmm. been in the real world for so long so when you get to the first time that happens you're like oh i want to see this i want to see this when in reality you really need to be looking over here (laughs) because that's going to get you through it's yeah it's really cool it's it's a really awesome game and it looks fantastic yeah um it uh, it really does yeah it's made only for um the new console so Mm -hmm. um and i think it's one of the first ones to come out that way um but yeah, no, it's, I'm really, I'm really digging it. Luke, did it take you close to 20 hours to beat? Cause, I, cause I, the average length of people beating it, like that's being recorded is like eight hours. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like the average, how long to beat has it at eight and like completionist has it at 10. Like it's I'm a, real short. I'm maybe like giving myself a lot of grace because <laughs> I, I, I played it a Pretty much all day Saturday, mm-hmm. except for in the middle where I watched the little things. And then in the evening, I played video games with Brett. So I don't, I guess I, it stinks because there's no way to just look up how long you played something on Xbox. Yeah. They need Seems to like that. a you real simple feature. <laughs> um, yeah, you could do it on Switch. I don't know why they couldn't add that to Xbox. So shoot, maybe it is just around 10 hours, which I think is even better. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I feel like I'm about halfway through it. 
and I played for like three hours. Nice. Like yeah, just from a pa- from a pacing standpoint, it feels like I'm about halfway. Yeah, it's it's not a long game. Uh, the other thing about it, and kind of this isn't a con, but it lowers my review from Booyah to fanboy worthy is first of all the lack of action. Most people want to play action games. And the other part is the fixed fixedish camera. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not expecting this at all. And it's a lot like something like the old Resident Evil games where the camera it's... is just on the wall and you have to go around the room. When you go into a new room, it puts the camera in a different spot. Interesting. And yeah. The right joystick does nothing. Yep. Huh. It does nothing. Except there is one thing you can do with it, but you just click. You know, you know what it feels like, Brett. You know what this game is. It's it's kind of a love letter to like the old Silent Hill games. Okay. Like it plays like Silent Hill. Like I, honestly, I would almost call it a spiritual successor to Silent Hill, in terms of like like Luke saying the camera's fixed. Um, it it feels like an old school computer game, which is kind of cool to me. Yeah. Huh. Yep. All right. Yeah, but it, it's really really good. I highly recommend it, especially if you have Game Pass because it's free. Yep. Like you can just download it and play it over a weekend. Yep. Um, my only con for the game is that I had some issues with either HDR or some weird lighting where in some cutscenes there'd be like speckles all over characters' faces. Yeah. Or I'm getting that too. You just couldn't see anything <laughs> sometimes. Like if there's a really bright red light. And I'm like, am I supposed to be, is that on purpose or am I supposed to see that? And I just, I think it might be AD, HDR issues. Yeah, I'm getting that too. And it, you know what it reminds me of? Like at the beginning of the Kong vs. Godzilla trailer, how like the logo has like the color splotches on it. That's what mm-hmm. I, I'm getting when I'm playing it too. And it's usually in like really dark cutscenes, which is really yeah. frustrating. Like it looks like a little like prism, like prismatic color scheme pops up yeah. for a couple seconds. Um, same thing. So I'm glad. It, I I thought it was just me. Um, it was. It was for, not. for me. It was really only pretty close to the end. Oh um, really? There was just this one area that really struggled, and it was like a glare, almost. It it yeah. Brett. It really reminded me of Nessus in Destiny oh, Two before they fixed <laughs> that. The color was just all messed up, and it was bright, but. Dull. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Yeah, it sounds like an HDR right. issue. So, yeah. So before we move on from the medium, I got uh, two questions. One, Luke, what did you think of the voice acting? Because I freaking love it. All of it. All it's of the voice fantastic. acting is really, really good. Really good. Like I've been very, very pleased with it. My second question: <sighs> Do I have to see Ma again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Ma's Ma's creepy, especially the yeah. Eat him, but well, the, the first time he's talking to you is so fun, man. It all ends in me. Yeah, I'm so happy to <laughs> meet you. You're like, man, oh my god! <laughs> I was texting Tyler when he was playing this, and I was like, "There's one part that's gonna make you jump real good." Oh, dude, it scared the crap out of me. (laughs) You're not expecting it. There's one jump scare in the entire game, and I dang near pissed myself. Well, they do such a good job of disguising it, too, because, like, you do that a lot in the game. Like, naturally, like, what what happens, you do it. Every room. Yep. 
you do. And so you like, you do it and you do it and you do it. And you're like, oh, okay. So then like when it finally comes to that moment and you're like, oh, oh no. Like it got me to like, I like flinched up. Like I was ready to fight. Like I was like, oh, like kind of settled in a little bit. It was, it's awesome. I'm really digging it. Um, I'm off work on Friday. So I plan to finish it. Uh, then I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. However, I'm going to be home alone. So I'll be kind of scared. Oh. No, you'll be fine. If if I can handle it, you'll be. Fine. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, it's. Um, but okay. the other thing I, I did before we move on is I watched the little things, which we'll talk yeah. about later. Cool, cool. Well, I'm I'm pretty excited about the medium. It's on my short list. Um, sadly, my Xbox is getting shipped to Microsoft for some repairs. My <laughs> my m- mechanical clanking every time I turn on is getting worse. So um, I figured I'd just get it done with and ship it off. Oh, man, you're going to miss the start of season eight. I still got my one X upstairs. And season 13. So I can still play (laughs) Apex and Destiny on that. But I just won't be able to play the medium because it is, as we mentioned, a next-gen exclusive. Yep. So slight bummer there. Uh, Let's see. So that was... I've already lost track of who's talked that, about. That was me. That so was Luke, me. why don't you go next? What'd you do this week? <laughs> um, well, last week our episode was heavily featuring the Kong Godzilla trailer. <laughs> we were all bickering about that. And then, so I decided I wanted to rewatch those first three movies. Um, and those movies are all fantastic. They're all great. Yes. All three of them are great. I know Two Brett them are great. claims to be Brett claims to be a Godzilla <laughs> fan, but all I ever do, all I ever hear is this dude hating on everything about it. Yep. It's it's a giant lizard who's shooting nuclear fire out of his mouth. It's not supposed to be profound. Can he shoot it out of his butt? Yes, he absolutely could. Perfect. I guarantee you he could. That's the secret. The force weapon of nature, he can do whatever he wants. That's how he defeats Mecha no, Godzilla is his atomic fart. Yes. You'll never see it going. <laughs> that's how that's how I defeat my wife for bed for bed space too. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. Yeah, I watched all three of those movies and Which one's your I, favorite? Kong Skull Island is okay. by and far the best one. Like I thought that kind of in our last episode and watch rewatching them, I'm like yeah, it's definitely the best one. It has the best action. You get the most of all the monster in that one. And then the story isn't ri- just overly ridiculous. It's not. Which it's is not, just yeah. going to happen. <laughs> um, Godzilla is, pro- is probably the best made one because it has the best effects. Um, and it has it has the best story out of the three. However, and we I think we talked about this after it loses its appeal because the entire movie is focused around hiding Godzilla for this big Whoa, there's Godzilla fighting the Mutos moment, and it just doesn't work anymore. Oh yeah, like, that's that sure, it only it, works it, for the first movie, and then you do need to be 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 yeah. able and willing to show more of him. In sequels, mm-hmm. absolutely, I agree yeah. with that. Um, Kong School Island, love it, love every second of it, except for the <laughs> green smoke sword fighting scene. That oh. part just, I think, is <laughs> funny looking. Um, 
the king of the monsters though this is the controversial one i guess um i think that movie's great i think it's great i know this the story is whatever you want it to be but i'm sitting here watching this ridiculous thing and i'm just thinking to myself this doesn't sound that ridiculous anymore especially after the last couple years <laughs> Like people believe these things. You know what? You, and you know what? Though things. you're not that That's wrong. That's a great point. <laughs> you're not really like, far off there with that. I'm just sitting here, like this isn't even as ridiculous as I remember it to be. Yeah. yeah time. Time has maybe helped that movie and the believability uh, for its, <laughs> you know, the the whole human camp that's eco, you know, an eco. Uh, whatever they are against eco-terrorists yeah, that's right yeah for sure oh gosh well i'm glad you um, enjoy all about of those. that <laughs> I, I i enjoy all those movies i'm really excited for the yep. new one i'll die on the hill i'll die on that hill oh i brett's i just... will die on that hill with you we can stand <laughs> on it together and brett's a hater no. he's just a hater he's a godzilla fan who hates everything about godzilla <laughs> brett appreciates a um, different aspect of godzilla things. and that's it that's right. Godzilla really needs to challenge your philosophy. Just appreciate his atomic force. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Brett. Please don't get mad at me. <laughs> it's too, you're not here. I can't actually hit you or anything. So yeah. Um, but that that's it. All right. Nice. Nice. That's, that's a bad. good week. I worked uh, 30 hours of overtime Oof. this weekend. I didn't. I didn't mention that, but that was cool. 70 hour work week. It's always fun. It's a lot, man. Yeah. Gross. Um, it went well though good good i did a few things uh i watched godzilla 2014 stephanie and i watched that so uh kong is probably gonna be this weekend um yeah i love that movie and you know the 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 fact that godzilla is not in it Hardly at all works for me. Still on rewatches. I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, and I certainly wouldn't want a whole trilogy of movies doing that. But I think for the story they were telling in this one, uh, it works really well. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think, yeah. is really really good in that. I, you know, you look at some of his other work, even even something that like people liked him in but it was weird like ultron which came out like the same year i think no yes was it the same year like those are two Mm -hmm. very different performances by the same guy (laughs) and it just shows that he's got a good range i think it was everybody was making fun of it because they're twins oh yeah and ultron yes but they're married (laughs) in godzilla and they came out like two months apart yeah. or something yeah <laughs> you know you know luke always kind of makes a comment about aaron taylor johnson that i really like he the dude's a chameleon mm-hmm. like i see him and, and i don't even realize that it's him yeah he was intended and i'm like holy <laughs> yeah no i remember i leaned over to you when we were watching that and i was like dude is that i was like who is that and you're like that's aaron taylor johnson and i was like what <laughs> no way <laughs> i was like since when like yeah. that dude is a chameleon Chameleon, and he's really good. He's I he think needs he's, to be in more stuff. I was gonna say I think he's underrated. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a great actor. 
I also uh, it just reaffirmed my love of uh, Gareth Edwards as a director, um, and just what he does with scale better than I think almost anyone else directing these days. Like he just ha- he understands space in a camera frame uh, and how to make something feel big. Um, he does it really well in Rogue One as well. Um, but uh, other than that, I also like Tyler played a bunch of Apex Legends, uh, trying to get my battle pass up there. I didn't hit 100, um, but that's okay. I'm still very much looking forward to next season. Um, other than that, though, I didn't do a whole lot. Watched the little things, which we'll talk about later. So, shall we roll on over into some news? Hex, yeah. There was a lot Good. of it this week. There was. Uh, just to lead off, did either of you guys see the WandaVision midseason trailer that dropped today? Oh, I did. Um, Ignored it. Yeah, and that's fine. I won't go into any details. There's, it's, It got me even more excited for the second half of the season. Um, it definitely seems mm-hmm. like the first half was the slow part from, and now yeah. maybe just be how they've edited the trailer. But you know, I was kind of, I was kind of worried maybe they would just this show would all be pretty chill, and it looks like it's gonna ratchet up in terms of excitement and action. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. Yeah, and and you know, like they do a good job in that trailer of not showing a whole lot of new footage yep. either, which is interesting. Yeah, so, there's very few new shots, uh, no, but. Yeah, I'm excited about it, man. It looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. What do you guys got? Um, I'm going to stay in the Disney Plus do realm. Uh, there was a new trailer today for Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Did you see this? Did not. I'm not on those. Uh, you know, Twitter's not serving me up uh, hockey uh, algorithms. <laughs> Emil- Emilio Esteban is back, baby. Um, Estevez? No, th- uh, yeah, sorry. Did I say Esteban? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Estevez. Yeah, he's uh he's back. Um you know, I when this was announced, I was kinda like, yeah, whatever. But then like watching that trailer, I'm like, man, I love those movies. I'll probably watch this. Um and it and announced uh, also with a release date, which uh this kind of surprised me, but it's in March. Like that show's coming out March twenty I wrote it down here, March. 26th so i mean it's it's really close to being here um but it looks it looks fine it's you know a kid gets cut from his hockey team by the douchebag coach and they make their own team and they go to the ice rink and the owner of the ice rink is emilio estevez and (laughs) coach gordon bombay who's gonna coach these kids the victory baby so it's like a straight up hockey name man (laughs) It is. It's a uh, no. I mean, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. They even have a kid that looks like Goldberg in it. Like it's. I don't know. I'm excited about it. I I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Nice. Cool. Cool, Luke. Uh, well, there's another Disney trailer what? actually. This is also coming to Disney Plus. Uh, it's for the it's the Raya and the Last Dragon trailer. Um, guys, I say did not watch this one. I did because I <laughs> loved that teaser trailer. I loved specifically the music, and I mean the animation. It was always beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
But I was really disappointed, man. Let me tell you, this just looked like normal Disney, making Disney find everything. It's like, oh, here's the cute little dragon, and it's cracking jokes about its butt and all that stuff, and like the the uh, baby con man at the beginning. I was like, oh yeah, this looks so stupid. Oh. Like, what is this? There's there's so much. I, just, I don't remember what I what I messaged you, Luke. I think right after that came out, I was like, "There's there's so much about this that I love and that looks really cool." And then there's this is like jury. Like I don't want to throw anyone else under the the bus, but you know, like Nickelodeon or DreamWorks or you know, they just kind of is here to make fart jokes. And I'm like, it's Boss you know, Baby too. Oh. I know you're not you know, like you don't I don't want Disney animation to just be Pixar, but like you can do better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were we were all talking and and that was also, you know, revealed to be in Disney premiere. Yeah. Access. Uh, so it'll be thirty dollars to watch and all three of us in the group chat after you had sent that, Brett, we all kind of agreed, like, well, we'll probably be waiting on that one. Um Yeah, I'm I don't plan to buy that one unless I get overruled, but I don't understand the decision in that. Did did Mulan just do so much better than Soul? No. Uh, Soul. Soul is like the most streamed. Soul's movie. not a kids movie. This one, parents are gonna pony up to pay for because their kids will want to watch it. And that's <clears throat> that's and that's, that's what so we'll loud. have to deal. You know, we'll have to have that conversation. We'll like, do, do we tell Claire there's a new movie out and like? Have her, she'll want to watch it, or do we, you know, just don't like let her see anything, and uh, we'll catch it in in three <laughs> months when it comes on the service yeah. for free, right? It's crazy. I would probably pay for the rated R version, where apparently bones are snapping and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a weird story that went along with that. Yeah, <laughs> there was a like early when they were first making it before everything was finished there was a cut that was r-rated because animated it was so, r-rated yes because it was so violent oh and like a I, lot of the action apparently is based on is inspired from the john wick movies and stuff so like i'm looking see, like, forward to that cool, there's really then, cool things hidden in here that i'm just like i you know honestly i'll probably just if the reviews are there's a little bit of this like kid stuff, but it's actually really good. Then I may pony up to see it, but yeah. If you do, let us know, and Sounds we'll come good. over. <laughs> I'll do it if I get stuck in another quarantine. <laughs> He's so freaking bored. Oh. Well, staying in the Disney extended universe. Uh, we had uh, some Thor Love and Thunder set picks come out this weekend. Did you guys see any of those? I saw them pretty briefly. They, they're not they're not I like did. set picks from like showing you what's going on. Just it yeah. looks like everyone's having fun. We've got you know Chris Evans and or not Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, excuse Chris me, and Chris Pratt and Karen <laughs> Gillan and. Sean uh, Gunn were the ones that I saw that were kind of all in costume and their costumes all look great. So, yeah, lots of, uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth hair is yes. long again. 
Um, yeah, lots of Guardians, which, you know, we expected. Um, but I how they break apart from that at some point in that movie. Yeah, mm. that movie is loaded. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot going for it. Um, I'll stay in that universe, too. Uh, you guys know how much I love Ryan Coogler. Yes! And uh, it was announced today he's doing a, a Wakanda television show for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, Ryan Coogler could make a Barbie movie, and I'd be excited about <laughs> it. So, you know, sign me up for it. Whatever it is, I'm here. Uh, I'll be watching that day one wherever it is if it's premier access and i have to pay thirty dollars i'll pay thirty dollars like coogler coogler like reads my mind when he makes movies and they all work so well for me yeah he's a good good director yeah he is creative luke yeah i'm, I'm really excited for that that is going to be super cool yeah because that was you I'll know always... one thing we all talked about we wanted to see more of wakanda in the black yeah, panther movie now yeah we're and now we're that. gonna get that yeah that's awesome um, I don't know. Is there any more Disney stuff that we need to get through first? Apparently, it's Disney I, Day on What the Fanboy. <laughs> I do have one more Disney plus Marvel story. All right, go for it. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the costume concept arts for Baron Zemo, U.S. Agent, Falcon, and Winter Soldier all came out, and Captain America all came out for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, Zemo is going to truly wear his mask, which that was announced a while back, but we actually saw it. Uh, it looks kind of cool. Um, Falcon's suit looks quite upgraded. Um, <laughs> I really like the way that looks. You know, Winter Soldier just looks like Winter Soldier at this point. He's just going to wear some sort of military operative outfit. Um, <laughs> as long as you new, can see the arm. Yeah, with his new Wakanda arm. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, you know, it looks pretty cool. I, uh, I don't know what Disney was doing today, but they announced a lot of stuff. I'm glad they did it on a Monday, not a Tuesday this week, though. <laughs> Yes, agree. So, I think that's it for the Disney Plus stuff that I have. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, we can go over to another service then, which is HBO Max. What? Um, it they was, do stuff? They do. Huh. Uh, one thing specifically that people are pretty excited for is the Snyder Cut. Um, mm. and it was confirmed that it's going to be released on March shoot 18th 18th yes sir the skype call is covering my notes <laughs> see it yeah march 18th yeah man uh four hours long it's a movie um i was talking to some people at work today and one guy was like man i really hope they have an option to watch it in four parts and i was like nah i was he's like just pause it once an hour have an intermission <laughs> yeah he's like do you think they'll have an intermission and i was like yeah i think they will I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think Snyder has a love for that classic filmmaking. I think he'll put an intermission in this. Um, not that it matters. However, I do want to talk about this, Luke. I want to talk about this because it's coming out on a Thursday. Right. I didn't even think about the it's day. Four hour move. It's a four hour movie on a Thursday. And you know what? Look at that. My my stupid self is going to watch it that Thursday. <laughs> I know it. I'm going to get home and I'm going to start it at six o'clock and I'm going to watch it until 10 o'clock. And it's probably going to take me until 1030. So I'm going to have to pause it and use the restroom. But no, nah, man, it's it's real. It's happening. I was three months away from getting an extra point in predictions last year, boys. Yeah, that's crazy. We're like. What? 
six. We're like seven, six, seven weeks, weeks away. away. Wow, that's yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Thursday. Or it's an odd choice. Like, is it going to drop on a Thursday night? Are they going to torture us that much, or is it going to drop midday? It needs to drop at noon. I, hope, I bet Thursday. it drops. It has to. Yeah. It has to. If it doesn't, they've <laughs> they've completely missed the mark on their their release strategy in my mind. Because if you don't, if you release that thing late on Thursday, you're gonna if they're gonna really put it out at like 11 p.m. on that Thursday, people are gonna stay up till 3 a.m. watching it and be miserable at work. Like it's just no. Dumb. The be- cause, yeah, because then you'll then you'll I'll have people who are like, oh yeah, I was good, but man, I feel awful today, and that like just the general discourse around it is gonna be negative. But if you put it out yeah. Thursday at noon, people come home, watch it in the evening. There's a lot of hype about it. Then people who are mm-hmm. kind of on the fence will be like, oh, well, like, even if we have to watch it in two parts, we can start it on Friday and finish it Saturday. Or we can plan our Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday night around it. Um, so I would agree, Tyler. I think, I think a, a noon release on Thursday is a smart bet. It's important. It's important. It's important is for gonna a four-hour be... movie to be released at the right yep. time. Twitter is going to be so annoying that day. Nah. It's I'm gonna not going to so get on Twitter that, that day. day. Yeah, don't. Just Because it's going to get spoiled so <laughs> quick. Um, along with that, though, too, they did release a promo image. Um, and it's got Cyborg flying up through the portal. Yeah. And it says, uh, a war is coming. And it's a quote from Martian Manhunter. Um, so, you know, they've confirmed that he's in the movie. But now they're starting to put him in the marketing material. Um he may have more of a role than I think we realize. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to um, be a huge amount of screen time, but I think but I he'll think be he's going to be important be for, sure. for the plot. Yeah, and and it's important yep. for them now at this point to really separate themselves from the pre. Like, here are new things. Like, we're this isn't just a reskin. Yeah. Look, we're quoting from characters who weren't even in the first one, and or the the first one, right. the you know. The Wheaton cut. The theatrical. <laughs> the theatrical cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's just crazy, you know, like, Brett, as somebody who wants to be a director, like, fans fighting for a vision to, to make it to the screen is, is really important. Um, I know when this was announced, I kind of talked about how this could be a slippery slope. Um, but I would be an absolute liar if I didn't say I'm starting to get excited about yeah. this. Um, I love these characters. I've loved them since I was a kid and to get to see them again on the, on, you know, my home TV, but all together on the screen again, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, regardless of whether the movie's good or bad. I'll, I'll be smiling from ear to ear for a large majority of that movie. I'm sure. Same. Yep. Um, all right. What else we got? Let's see. Uh, we learned, I think it was today or yesterday, that um, there's a film running around Sundance called Coda. Uh, Apple picked that up for purchasing. It's gotten a lot of uh, awards buzz. Uh, Apple picked that up for a record $25 million for distribution rights. Oof. Uh, the previous record last year was Palm Springs at $22.5 million. So uh, I think that just goes to show that there's a lot of probably legit hype about it. And you know, if you have uh, Apple TV plus, which I keep getting free extensions on, <laughs> then we can watch it. I hope it. I get one. 
because I have some news too. Oh, well then let's just keep on rolling. Um, you know, Apple TV plus is one of those services that I, it's probably the one I use the least. Yeah. Um, but they picked up Blake Crouch's dark matter, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite novels. And if you've read that book, it was originally going to be a movie. It is now going to be a TV show, which a long time ago I said, if they make this, it needs to be a show because it's about multiverses and there's a lot of different worlds you can visit. So I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. Even Apple's um, got its multiverse now. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Multiverse. <laughs> that's right. Uh, only thing I have left is a gaming story. So, Okay. Okay. I have another TV story. Um, before, if we want to nail those yep, go for down it. real quick, um, the Sonic animated show at Netflix is going to be called uh, Sonic Prime. Um, that is also comes with some sad news that Roger Craig Smith will not be voicing Sonic, um, which is good because he'll have more time to be Mirage. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, also, the last uh, TV show thing I have kind of is also a movie thing. There are two movies and a series in development, one at Netflix, one at MGM, um, about the GameStop stock market debacle that has been taking over the, the airways recently. Um, GameStonk. One of them, yeah, GameStonk. <laughs> one of them has Noah Centineo uh, attached already for Netflix. And Noah Centineo will be seen in the next year or so in the Black Adam movie as Adam Smasher. So kind of crazy that there's there's no way that movie is in a position where they can pitch it to an actor. So they must have just offered him a ton of money and said, be, be in our movie. And he's like, sure. <laughs> um, but no, it's, you know, that's big in the news. It's going to be big on streaming services at some point. Yeah, and kind of along the lines Along those same lines, um, you know, kind of with the, the the meme stock bubble right now uh, <laughs> has an additional kind of component to it, which is AMC stocks are kind of in the same thing with how GameStop yeah. has been doing. But uh, the positive, at least for us, is that AMC was really smart, or Silver Silver Lake, the uh, the, the the hedge fund bad guys, who. <laughs> Who uh, have um, have some stake in? I feel like I'm in a remedy in AMC, AMC right now. Uh, they actually sold um, or bought a bunch of stock uh, and allowed AMC to wipe out almost six hundred million dollars in debt. Oh wow! So, like a couple weeks ago, we talked about them having nine hundred and some million dollars of new equity coming in. Um, for the next, you know, quarter, quarter and a half. Now you add on top of that, all this debt has gotten wiped away. I mean, it's it's definitely not all their debt, but um, that's going to help them survive probably through the summer, honestly, um, and until theaters can get back open again. So, yeah. Hey, no time for yawning. <laughs> all right, video game stories. Boys, there's some good we ones. Got some, we do got some good ones. There's a big one I'm really excited about. Is it the, the Stadia news? No, it's what you. What do you got, Luke? 
Um, well, Google is shutting down the internal game studio um, of Stadia. They're not going to be making any more games. What did they make? Nothing. They hadn't made anything yet. <laughs> they were in they, development. They, there were two two studios, uh, and they were both in development on two different projects, and now neither of them are happening. Which is really, <laughs> like, that wow. sucks. Um, How did I miss this news story? I don't know. It was, like, three hours it was ago. Today. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to finish that battle pass. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, Google has said that they are going to try and find positions for employees inside of Google, but I think a lot of those will probably just end up leaving because I don't know a ton of game developers who are like, hey, I want to go develop things for G Suite. Working <laughs> <laughs> for an ad service. Woo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've I'd seen... work for them. <laughs> I've seen both Naughty Dog and Bungie, mainly because those are the two studios really I follow, follow both. Yeah, there's... Yeah, tweet like, hey, here's our job listing page. Go apply. One of the most awesome things That's in really the cool. game industry is how tight studios are uh, with each other. And when one studio closes or multiple studios close, there's always teams reaching out being like, hey, apply, apply, apply. We need... I mean... Studios are almost always looking for help. There's just a high uh, turnover is not maybe the right word, but you know when projects either go south or even just complete, there's oftentimes developers who will just leave because they want to go work on something else. And uh, yeah, so that's it's really cool to see them lifting each other up like that. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, Jason Schreier's next book is about exactly that, like what happens when a studio closes. Yeah. Like, what happens to those people? Um, so I'm really looking forward to reading that and kind of hearing some of that stuff. So that's really cool, um, that, that Naughty Dog. And who is the other studio you said? Bungie. Uh, Bungie. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, oh, good old Bungo. Oh, Bungo. Um, we love them. The Stadia will still be running. I don't know if Brett said that. Oh, yeah, they're like not any, shutting down the service. It, it's still going to have support for games that come out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just not going to be making. I think this is games. a uh, probably a precursor to, you know, hope. Stadia you know, shutting down. You know, one of my predictions uh, prediction? for this year, which was that <laughs> Google would announce that Stadia would be shut down uh, in, you know, like. I knew one of you fools predicted so, it. Yeah, I think I Gosh, think there, that's a uh, a good indicator there. We'll see though. Yep. So we we've got almost a couple predictions already. Oh, so far yeah. that is crazy. Man. Just need a couple more things to kind of. It is online, February first, but... and there's already <laughs> predictions coming within a hair. And we predicted those what on the fifteenth, like halfway yeah. through the month. Yeah, yeah like, like two weeks ago. The oracles have returned. <laughs> well, they will return later this year. The podcast has returned. I don't know if you guys can hear him. He's he's hanging right outside. Oh yeah, the door. I can definitely. Oh. We've we've been hearing them. Yeah, we've been hearing them. Brett, what you got, man? Uh, so today next? we got news that God of War 2018 is getting a next gen update, uh, 4K 60 FPS, and even the PS4 Pro version is getting um, a thing where you can choose either enhanced visuals or enhanced performance. So, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting a PS5 later this year. Um, I was talking about it today with a friend and, you know, we were talking about when would, when would you get a PlayStation five? And 
I was like, probably when Horizon comes out, right? Like, that's probably the realistic time frame that we'll be able to get them readily. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that being said, when I get my PS5, I will absolutely re-download God of War um, and play it with that new next-gen update. And did they oh, say yeah. that that would be free? Yes. Free oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I will go back and play that. Um but my story is also somewhat Sony related. Um, and as the resident sports gamer, I was leaving pod, it for you, baby. I knew you'd, <laughs> I knew you'd have this one. I was I was really nervous you were going to take it from me. No, uh, no, it was announced. It was announced a while back that uh, MLB The Show, which has long time been a Sony exclusive game, uh, would come to Xbox in 2021. Uh, today it was revealed officially. It will be on Xbox Series X and Xbox One on April 20th, um, the same day as Sony. Uh, I see a lot of people saying, oh, man, a Microsoft game case with a Sony PlayStation logo on it. Like, yeah, you know, there's PlayStation cases with Microsoft Game Studios logos on them, too. It's We're getting closer and closer to that just one big environment of gamers. And this is just another step in that direction. Um, the show has never been on another console before, and there was uh, this is this is this is huge. There was a the so it and it wasn't just a, uh, or at least correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe it was just a, you know, PlayStation goodwill thing to put it on Xbox. No, it, it, no. it had to do with the fact that the MLB. If they didn't, the license. was going to offer that license to another to other bidders, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because the MLB, the MLB viewed it as losing money, right. um, because because Xbox and Microsoft were being completely left yeah. out. Um, but this is huge um, for for me personally. One of the only reasons I ever bought a PlayStation was to play the show. It's the best baseball game out. It's it's the only good one worth playing. And now I'm going to get to play that on my Xbox Series X. I cannot wait. <laughs> Gaming is so close to being on one console for me. I, I'm so excited, man. Um, it was also revealed the cover athlete was Fernando Tati. Um, if you're not a baseball fan, that guy probably that name means nothing to you. Um but their their slogan this year is is uh, changing the game, right? Uh, which is really fitting that it's coming to Xbox as well. Fernando Tatis, kind of. <laughs> no, wow. um, but he has the. Uh, and you actually just made me think when you said that. <laughs> um, no, they. You know, he. The reason they're saying that, like those unwritten rules of baseball, and and like this is going down a rabbit hole, but I find this super cool. Um, you know, he hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count and like that's kind of like one of the unwritten rules of baseball like when you're winning and you have a 3-0 count you know you're getting a fastball right down the middle those dudes can hit them things like it's just for fun <laughs> and he knew what he was getting and they were winning big and he hit it anyways and you know it's kind of cool like we're changing you know the rules of baseball in real life while also changing the rules of the baseball game and you know how it's been dominated by Sony for so long, um, now it's going to come to both parties. That's just super cool, man. I they couldn't have picked a better cover athlete to match up with what they're trying to do. Um, when my two worlds collide, I get really, really excited. So this is this is great. I I am juiced. 
I I have 2K, I have NHL, I have Madden. The only sports game I don't play is FIFA. Hey, be careful saying you're juiced when you're playing baseball. <laughs> and get Gotta tested. watch out. The steroid era is over. <laughs> None of those guys can make it into the hall anymore. But uh, no, that's that's my last story. I was really excited to, you know, get to talk about that. I know, Brett, you had kind of tweeted about it earlier in the week on the on the podcast Twitter. Um, that's huge, man. It's huge. Next thing you know, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be on your Series X and you're going to be like, yo, what? Oh, <laughs> do we want to put do we want to put any uh, any money down on when that's happening? Because twenty twenty four. Horizon three. It'll come remastered with, with the two versions prior remastered for ninety dollars. That'd be crazy, just insane. <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I'd still get it on the PS5. Get I, I want to try that. I want to try their controller so bad. Yeah. 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 Me too. Well, I think. That's hey, that's a, all I got, boys. That's a good, good one. Good story to end the news section on. Um, which means we can work our way over into our main topic for the evening, which <laughs> is... <laughs> the Little Things review. Uh, the Little Things is a 2021 release. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures uh, It was released on in theaters and on HBO Max simultaneously. On January 29th, it had a great weekend for, you know, what is theater going right now. Uh, It is written and directed by John Lee Hancock, and it stars... I thought that was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And it stars Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. Um, Um, Quick question before we go into our thoughts and everything is this does this count as a 2020 movie or does this count as a 2021 movie because i know the rules are weird right now specifically with like oscars i don't know for we have for us i think it's 2021 because we've gone off based off of distribution in the past yeah i think for oscars it may be a 2020 movie but for us this is a 2021 we're now into 2021 yeah it's the okay. first 2021 release for us, isn't it? Um, the first one we've talked about. There's been some other ones, like on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. They have one every week. Yeah, yeah okay. they do. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, the little things, boys. Uh, it's the little things that'll get you caught. It's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, what are your general thoughts? All right. It's funny you would ask me to go first. So I will preface this by saying Denzel Washington is my favorite actor. Mm. There may be some bias here. Okay. Here's my impressions, all right? Great acting, interesting story. Overall, it's just fine. I, I like the I like um, okay, but your delivery was perfect because it was like hype up and then eh, but then it's just fine. <laughs> yeah, gotta raise no. So my honest impressions are it, it is a it's fine. It's a fine movie. Um, 
you know, for pulp in 2021, I think some things needed to be done a little bit differently. Um, overall, I think it's, it's a, it's a great premise. Yep. Um, but I think it's kind of dragged down by some, some bad editing. Um, I think it's, it's poorly cut. It just, it's, there's moments where you go from a conversation to six hours later in the day and like you're in a different place now. I know exactly the one you're char- talking about and it stood out yeah, to me too. Yeah, and like characters, characters have different relationships between cuts and you're just like, I feel like I am missing sections of this movie. Um, and I think it drags it down because there's great performances in this thing. Like it's not for lack of good acting because yeah. the acting in this movie is incredible. It's up there, like it's some of the best you'll see, in my opinion. Um, but overall, bad editing kind of drags it down. Yeah, that's. Hi. I'll uh, I'll kind of <laughs> I'll go next and just kind of echo that. Um, I think that this is like it, the movie. the The parts are greater than its sum. That makes sense. Yes. The the acting, yes. it's really good. I actually good. wrote that. The down. the cinematography, I really enjoyed what I was seeing. Um, the editing, not so much. Like what you said, the music. Oh, I thought so the music bad. was great. Um, yeah. And even just the general like vibes and themes and what they do, I thought it all worked, but it just didn't feel super tight or it just was like a yeah. little disappointing. And that's not to say because the end is a little twisty. It's not to say that the twist was even that disappointing. It just, it wasn't that enjoyable of like to watch, especially the last third. And this is what I'll say. Um, sorry, Luke, I know you want to get going. Um, but like you, you bring up the point I want to talk about, right? Like to do pulp in today's world on a, in a movie like this, there has to be resolution. There just has to be, right? And and that might be a mild spoiler, but there has to be resolution nowadays. And if you don't have it in a movie like this, like this isn't a movie that we're going to continue. And we know that when we watch yeah. it. This doesn't have a universe spinning off the back of it. So if you're going to do a Pulp Fiction style movie, you need to wrap it up. Yeah, the... the... And, and I feel like that's what's missing. Yeah, there's resolution, but it's not for the story that you're expecting. It's yeah, it's resolution for one character. There's there's resolution for something that you're like, oh, this backstory definitely like ties in in some way, but it's not like you don't ever expect that to be the thing, and then it's the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ty, uh, Luke, what are your thoughts? Um, I would agree with you guys. I thought the acting was the best part. Um, about the movie. Um, I also thought there are some really well done intense scenes. Yes. Yeah. Um, specifically when Rami Malik gets into a car. Yes. I actually, I really enjoyed that. Um, <clears throat> you kind of, you guys are talking about the ending. I, I love the ending. Um, I think I don't. That, I don't. I, I, as you say, I don't hate it either. I just think that it's it's. It leaves more to be desired. That is honestly what I love about it. Like I, I think most of the movie is 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 good, and then it's kind of like okay, 
what's happening here but then for really what sold me on the movie on why i like it is because of the ending um and i I don't know how much i can say which is kind of frustrating yeah it's a hard movie to talk about without spoiling um but i'll say this i feel like this is a movie where tyler can experience one ending and i could have seen it totally different way and we can talk about that and both be right yeah yep yep yep, i think i think that's so cool and i mean and i don't know if it worked for everybody who's gonna end up watching it but for me i thought it worked really well and i think that's a hard thing to pull off and so i mean when the last thing i see in the movie is something where i go oh i'm gonna end up liking it probably more than i really did through this the parts of the whole going through it um the i guess another the other though it's kind of also part of the ending the flashback section of the movie wasn't really working for me that's my biggest con and i think like you're talking about the editing i don't know what part you guys are talking about but i feel like they are trying to interweave these flashbacks throughout the movie and i think it should have just been one flashback 45 minutes in when we need to learn Give us something the whole about story. a character. Just give us yeah. so we can understand why do they think this way. And that's and then, part of the editing problems for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then when you get to the end, it's all of a sudden like, boom, here's how this happened. It's like, oh, and we're back. And it was so quick. And I was like, mm-hmm. did, did that matter? And yeah. that, that was my biggest, really big issue with the movie. But I mean, this this is a movie where the ending worked for me, but then also the performance is really, really just keep you super entertained and they i guess kind of save the movie they elevate the movie in my Ele- mind. elevate the movie yeah that's a good way to put it yeah they they elevate this movie um astronomically right like i'm not i have not seen a lot of rami malik um and it took me some time to get used to him because the character he plays is kind of like the hotshot detective um, and Rami Malek to me doesn't strike me as that character, but about an hour in, I'm like, Oh no, that's him. Yeah. He's, I mean, that's Rami Malek. And if you can get a, like, you can stop seeing Rami Malek throughout the yeah. day. Right. Denzel from the start, man, from the freaking start, he plays, he plays layered characters with trouble so well. He, he portrays pain in his backstory so well throughout this movie and it's just incredible also kudos to jared leto for bouncing back from a few ugly movies um to come back and put together a performance like this because it's incredible mm-hmm. jared leto is he's creepy um he's scary looking yep yep and he like his one of the things that just could it continually blew my mind every time I saw him was his his physical presence in the movie. Just the way he walks, the way he kind of looks, the way he looks almost labored all the time. Like he he did such a good job of of turning into his character. Yeah. I um, want to know if his belly was a prosthetic or if that was method acting and he maybe <laughs> I think it's pro- I big. think it's prosthetic. Um that dude's in incredible shape, but um, no, I, I kind of was curious too, but I think it's a prosthetic. He, you know, he's, 
I think it's undeniable that he's a good actor. I would say great actor. Um, but he he typically is Jared Leto. Right? Like yeah. he's 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 Jared Leto. But in this, like I didn't feel like he was Jared Leto. And that was kind of refreshing. It's it, it's really it, interesting it, to me to look back at his filmography and be like, what what got such a great uh, performance out of him in these, you know, these movies, but then mm-hmm. these other ones, it's just like he's not even trying. Uh, you know what I think it is? What? Tell me. I think he's one of those dudes who plays up to who, who he's acting across from. Oh, I can see that. I, I really do. Yeah. I, I, like, when he's across from, like, Dallas Buyers Club, he's across from McConaughey. Yeah. And he's just incredible, right? Yep. In this, he's across from Denzel and Remy Malik. Like he knows he has to come to the table, and he's got to he's got to provide something, because if he doesn't, he's going to get acted out of the scene, and he knows that. Yeah, I think I think Jared Leto is a competitor, in terms of how he acts, because when he's like the dominant force in a movie, he's not that good. Mm. He's Jared Leto, but when he he's like got to be a character across from Denzel and Remy Malik. He steals some of those scenes from those guys. Like he's on the screen, and you're like, "Oh man, what's he doing next?" Yeah. Like the the interrogation scene that they show in the trailer. Man, he's good he's, in that. He's real good. Honestly, as soon as mm-hmm. he really gets involved in the movie, because they don't bring him in mm-hmm. until what, like about an hour, fifty minutes, probably. Maybe. Um, once he's involved, he does like he he acts his ass off against two yes. two people who are a really good actors but also like in the film in the story they're they're you know they're really good cops and so like it's it's interesting to see that dynamic of like oh here's an actor you know playing against these other actors but also here's this person who's being accused of mm-hmm. something going up against these two officers who for very different reasons want to nail him uh, for this crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'll be interested to at some point talk to you guys where we can talk about spoilers, um, <laughs> to hear, to hear what you think. Do you think he's guilty? Right? Like I, I would love to hear that. Cause like Luke kind of alluded to earlier, I think it's open to interpretation yep. a little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I can't help but wonder what this movie would be if it were a Fincher movie. Mm. It does kind of feel like, uh, like John. Lee it feels Hancock like Fincher fan fiction. Was like, hey, let's let's write like a fin. Let's and I'm I'm fine with that. Like I'm fine with oh with yeah writers taking stabs at genre genre movies and saying I want to use this guy as inspiration or gal as inspiration. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like it doesn't just it doesn't quite have that execution. And I'm and I'm and I'm wondering yeah. if it's it may be in the edit room. It may be just in storyboarding and on the page. Uh, It's hard to say, but yeah, no, it's, this is definitely one of those movies that I, I enjoyed and I, I, at the end of the day, enjoyed what it gave to me. It just didn't quite live up to some of the, uh, you've got movies like seven and I was going to say that the problem with this movie is seven. The problem with this movie is seven. Yeah. And like, it's it's going up against those and so the bar is set so high it's like can you can you compete i don't know but you're kind of setting yourself in that same I, space so i didn't even try to 
put it up to seven. I seven and is it? Oh, it's in league. a league of its own for sure. But it's that genre, and you can feel the influence of seven on this mm-hmm. movie, especially especially the car ride. Yeah, yeah, and that's. Where, I mean, I mean, some of the shots are the same. Yeah. No, that's and that's where the, like you can see the towers in the back and everything. I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, and to you know, this may be you know mild spoilery if anyone's listening um, and doesn't want to get spoiled. You can hop out. I'm not going to go full spoils, but just like it, it takes a very the end. It takes a very different turn from seven, and that's what yeah. I, I appreciate it because for the entire second act. I've just felt like, oh, like it's just doing seven. I wonder, I wonder what's going to be different about it. <laughs> it's very different, um, extremely, extremely different in a way that like almost left me unsatisfied. But to Luke's point, like I, when I thought about it, I was like, oh, no, like that's that's awesome because it's yeah. it's telling this other story at the same time. You just don't realize it. Now I think they could have executed right. some of the stuff from. Uh, what they're actually telling a little better in the second second act and at in the uh, the editing man but yeah no it's i ultimately i i like this movie Mm -hmm. yeah and i i do want to watch it again um because i think there's anytime you do a movie like this you have to you have to watch it twice in my opinion um look for all those little secrets you didn't notice the first time yeah, because um, I definitely do want to watch this one again. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Plus, Denzel's my favorite actor, oh, and we so haven't good. even really like dove into him, but he's just that dude is incredible. Do we need like, to he, do he like truly a, is. Uh, we need to do a Denzel uh, episode? Like, what's our favorite Denzel movies, dude? Tyler, have okay. I, even, oh. I have, have I ever told you that I've I've like said hi to Don't Denzel. Don't tell me you've met Denzel Washington. I've said hi to him. No. He worked with Tony Scott on like freaking every movie. And so when I worked down there uh, for Scott Free, he came in one day. Yeah. It's not like I had Did a conversation with him. It was just like, oh, hi, you're terrifying because you're so impressive. Okay, bye. Did he did he Dude. say his name was Denzel? Or you like, oh, you're Denzel. And then he took you to his condo? <laughs> yes. Office work. Yeah. You know what movie I'm referencing? I do. I do. Fantastic Go watch callback. That. that is a fantastic movie. Oh my god. Fantastic callback. And then Lamorne Morris nails that impression in that scene too. He's so good at it. Oh man. Oh. You'll be playing ball in Pelican Bay. But yeah, it's Tyler to to you know kind of what you're talking about, like. It's it's really cool to see Denzel come in and have him have, you know, a little bit of mystery around him. You know, oh, he was mm-hmm. he was a detective here before. He has these past relationships, and everyone's kind of shy about it, you know. And then to see, to to wonder what all is going on, and then to at the at the very end figure out what why that is the way it is yeah. was was very satisfying to me. Yeah, no, his his I think I think his story is is very well done. But like throughout the movie, I think it's other than editing. Again, my my only cons for this movie, which is crazy to me, is choppy editing and uneven pacing. And the pacing is just it stems from the editing. Mm, I would agree. 
like you move you move like six miles away and 12 hours apart with each cut which is just so jarring to me in certain moments it works in other spots but like early on in the movie like remy malik and denzel's characters meet remy malik's character is kind of a jerk and then, like, the next time you see them together, Remy Malik's character's offering him breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and their friend, like, he's impressed by him now. And you're like, wait, where did we, where did this change? Like, what conversation, and there is conversations that happen, but, like, what conversations happen between those two scenes that make their characters no longer at odds? Yeah, it, It's just really strange. It seems like maybe there was some stuff left on the cutting room floor that would have probably. made things a little more clear, but we're ultimately probably too slow and affected the pacing at to someone's opinion in a way that was negative but but stuff like that can make a two hour and 14 minute movie feel like an hour and 45 minute movie if done right no i don't i don't and this movie starts to feel a little long in the second yeah because of it yeah does um any other thoughts luke we've been talking for a while we hit ratings Um, I'd say my last thought, and I'll just, I guess I'll take it into my rating is I feel like I'm super forgiving of this genre (laughs) just because (laughs) I like it so much. I do too. There was a point, I think way back when, when Netflix was brand new and you still ordered DVDs (laughs) or like, this is the type of movie I'd watch. I'd order the DVDs of some like, I don't know double jeopardy with ashley judd it's not a good movie but i like it yeah sure like i just i i a a good mystery that's just interesting is honestly enough for me to to get a matthew mcconaughey but i think the performances and the the intense scenes that are kind of throughout and i love the ending so i'm gonna give it a fanboy worthy yeah, this genre is the genre of books I read the most. Um, so this is, you know, for me, really, really tough to rate. Um, it has my favorite actor in it. It has two other supporting actors who are great. Um, it has a great premise. It has great moments of tension, uh, specifically when cops are doing dirty work. Um, you know, it's it's a good movie it is it is a good movie in my opinion um all that to say it's a matthew mcconaughey the editing derails this movie so much and it's so hard for me to get over that and i think if i hadn't read a book called the whisper man a month and a half ago this movie's a fanboy worthy Hmm. like i really think so but it's it's a strong matthew mcconaughey for me I'm going to echo Tyler. Uh, I'll give it a strong Matthew McConaughey. It's high. Um, it may be one of those. It's like borderline. It may be one fringe. of those when we revisit at like mid-year mm-hmm. and I've seen what else has come out. And I'm like, oh, no, this was way better than the rest of these movies. It could bump up to like a <laughs> mm-hmm. fanboy worthy, I think. Um, but I'm kind of in agreement with you, Tyler, in terms of it's – it just it doesn't stack up to I know and I know like we talk about Seven and Zodiac and all those movies those are like <laughs> and movie I haven't even seen Zodiac and like you it's it just doesn't 
Like it just doesn't come close, even with the really, really strong performances. Um, right. I think it just needed a little more. I don't know. It needed a little more of something. I, I, I yeah. But it's the editing, I, man. I'm I telling think you. a lot of it's the editing. It's the editing that think, kills this movie. I think movie. there is there's some stuff with Denzel's character. You talk about characters and like their motivations or their characteristics, like how they're acting, changing on a dime. He changes on a dime at the end of this movie, and it completely caught mm-hmm. me off guard. Again, I love what they did, but the it, like it 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 wasn't sat it well that wasn't at satisfying. Like understanding why he was all like. I don't know how to explain it without without giving anything away. I just think that they needed probably another 10 minutes of either additional um, flashback footage or just additional footage, uh, additional story in the present timeline to kind of give you uh, some some more closure there. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's a strong. It's still a strong Matthew McConaughey for me. It's a, it's a good movie. It, it is. It is a good movie. It just it's missing just a it little. It just bit. wasn't as good as the greatest yeah, of all time yeah. when it comes to murder <laughs> to mysteries. Genre. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. If yeah. it doesn't, no, If it's not like, a perfect movie, it's, it's not worth critique. talking about. It's an unfair critique, but it is the critique, right? Like, if Seven doesn't exist, this movie is a fanboy worthy, like a strong fanboy worthy. But because you can feel its influence of Seven so strongly, you can't help but think about that movie when you're watching it. See, and I'm actually kind of of the opposite mind in that, like, I think this movie would be even less satisfying if Seven didn't exist. I think this movie is stronger because it does something different than Seven at the end. Now, obviously, mm. it I think it because I think it uses yeah. what you ex your expectations of what Seven and other movies like it have provided, but just what it, the, the, the ending doesn't quite satisfy in a way that something like Zodiac might. See, and I've not seen Zodiac. Well, you should watch Zodiac. And that's, fin- <laughs> that's Fincher, yeah. right? Oh, you should watch Zodiac. Watch Cause it's week, probably <laughs> freaking amazing. I just rewatched that like three weeks ago or something. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love this genre, and if a movie like this came out every month, I'd watch it every yeah. time. Yeah. So, but again, I want to I want to make it no. make it very clear. I think the performances were great. Um, I really like the storyline. Oh, I literally just think it just came down to execution. Didn't quite pull it off for me. Yeah, so. it's missing something. But Luke loved it. Um, I think uh, I didn't love oh. it. I loved the <laughs> ending. The rest no, yeah. I thought was well. I think between I the do, I do also like the ending between the three of us. It's right there on the cusp of a fanboy worthy. So if anyone's if yeah. anyone's uh, even considering watching this, probably do. You should. I'd say yeah. You I'd should. say and especially still going into here 2021, and we still have kind of a shortage of new movies because of theater closures and the pandemic. Yeah, like this is a this is a good new movie to check out. I recommend it for sure. Hey, I'll say this. It's my favorite movie. In the hey. year so far. <laughs> <laughs> is in it the, the only 2021 movie game. you've seen? 
Yeah. Is it the only 23? Okay. That's what I thought. Oh, well, Sweet. very good. Um, I think that's our show, gentlemen. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm looking at seven on my movie shelf right now. And we need to get back in that fan box. We do. We do. We need to. We need to put out. Put out a call if you're listening or watching this right now. uh, Just tweet at us. Tweet at us at what the fanboy or or hit us up on Instagram if that's where you're at at what the fanboy. Just ask us a question. Uh, You can email us uh, what the fanboy at gmail dot com, and you can find all of our stuff. (laughs) at whatthefanboy.com. And until next week, we'll see you. Thanks for watching.